0: So it's go, it's budget day and here we are in Leinster House. I'm on Lawler. I'm joined by Mihala Lehan, Sandra Harley and Paul Cunningham. They're taking all the barriers down around Leinster House at the moment. All the budget news is over. We're going through all the departmental briefings and everyone's looking ahead to the fallout uh, tomorrow. But do you know what I thought, Paul, actually? Let's mm-hmm. kick off with you. Um, you could see it on Michael McGrath's face when he stood up. You could see it on the Fianna Fáil backbenches. It's a long time since a Fianna Fáil minister delivered a budget and the context and the contrast, so different.
1: Yeah, if you think back to um, Brian Lenehan when he was delivering those budgets, at the time we knew that he was suffering from cancer. He certainly believed that he was a patriot who was trying to do the very best and most difficult times. And even though his life was being foreshortened, he was trying to get some really difficult measures over the line when it came to those cuts which had to be tayed, uh, which had to be done in the bad times. And it's still something that Fianna Fáil TDs will talk about, which was that it may have been the Fine and um, did an awful lot of the work, but it had been set up by uh, Brian Lennon. And the
0: bulk of the work, actually, the bulk of the heavy duty work of the cuts was in Brian Lennon's final budget. That absolutely. die was cast before the coalition ever came to office. And that's
1: why, And just once again, the personal circumstances were so extraordinary that he was doing that type of work at the time. If you roll on to today, you had Michael McGrath, who was standing up um, in the Doyle Chamber, first female fall minister since Brian Lennon, very efficient. Um, very smooth and clearly very happy. Um, and also one of the sort of remarkable things is just the relationship that he has with Pascal Donoghue, Public Expenditure Minister. Obviously, they had different roles at the beginning of this government and when Fianna Fáil was giving confidence was and supply... Was there a
0: cigarette paper between them today?
1: They we're looking very close. We were hearing that last week when Fianna Fáil people were going to Michael McGrath and saying, would you ever get on to Pascal Donoghue and give me X? They met a wall. Uh, so the Finance Minister was not going to be walking on the patch of um, Pascal Donahue because Pascal Donahue had not walked on his patch a couple of years ago. So the two or of them working very much Finnegan, in the
0: uh, Junior ministers were coming out of the block on tax cuts.
1: I think that one he just sort of laughed off. Oh, <laughs> go on. Go on.
0: OK. So Sandra, well, I for
2: suppose... For purposes you have to come forward a bit here. Do I? OK. Oh, okay. well, well, Michal, your you're doing some. director as oh, well. You're yeah, yeah. doing Zeffirelli <laughs> yeah. here too. Oh, yeah.
0: budget day special. I swear yeah. to goodness. Uh, Sandra, uh, you know, I was listening from home. I wasn't in here all day. And so much of this has been leaked over the weekend. You were talking to us on the Week in Politics on Sunday. A lot of this was there or being speculated about already. The tax, the social welfare. Let's deal with those first. Um, Roughly, how are people doing compared with the rate of inflation? I suppose that's the question people are asking.
3: Yeah, I think it depends how you calibrate it. So on the social welfare side, some of the opposition have been saying that the social welfare increases uh, for next year. They don't keep pace with inflation, but they are adding a sort of a caveat if you go back to, say, the beginning of the government or before the war in Ukraine. So over several years. Um, and on the, on the tax side, what we're seeing again is you know spread quite widely. The USC cuts are really quite small if you look at the overall how much mm. they cost in total. I think it's 380 million for the USC cuts and that includes that usual change to the point at which you pay the second rate of USC. That's always to take people uh, who get the minimum wage increase to take them out of it. So th- they're, they're There's just a not enormous. curve, isn't there? If you're yeah. better
0: off, if you're lower paid... They're the people kind of getting the most on the tax changes in the budget. Uh, so if, I, I suppose on the uh, on that bottom of the U-curve, uh, you're looking at the cost of living measures. And there, Michal, a bit less than last year.
2: Yeah, a bit less than last year. And I suppose the political criticism was fairly intense about that, that these are going to evaporate very quickly. So in some ways, government's still spending £2.7 billion on the, the one-off measures overall. But the political charge is it'll go quickly and as a result you're not really building into the core so long term you're building up a problem there. I think what government are hoping for this time compared to last year is the fact that you do have that double payment of welfare in January that that will negate the need for a second intervention and you have the two energy credits which will be in the first four months of next year as well. And
0: the double child benefit. And that is benefit that is one Christmas. that travels, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, just, it on, is. just going back to the USC though, I mean if you're talking to people say from the Social Democrats they were completely opposed to any cuts. And that is one of the most progressive taxes that we have. It ensures that those at the highest level end up payment. They can't get out of it. And um, it protects those at a lower level. So that was one part you were just saying that. Those
0: were all arguments Brian Lennon made when it was brought in.
1: Indeed. And yeah, yet as we went to Kenny
2: spoke about Paddy. Paddy likes to know the story, but Paddy doesn't like the USC. Paddy, <laughs> Paddy did loads, didn't he? For pints and everything else. A man with two pints does not like the <laughs> USC.
0: Health and housing. Now, those are the big stories in Irish politics. And in many ways, like there was and the speeches were long. There was a lot of detail in there. And then there's all the departmental stuff. 96 minutes between the two. And then there's all the departmental briefings and more detail coming out there through all of those. But you kind of wonder, is it a talking points budget more than a big ideas budget?
2: Yeah, well, you see, what's the big political question? Is there enough in that budget if they were to tumble their way into a general election in the the first few months of the year? They can point to being responsible and they can point to the big vision stuff. But as you say, what are the two big things that they'll be measured on? Maybe when it comes to an election, health is not quite the measure we think it is, but definitely housing will be for all kinds of reasons. The number of people homelessness, the number of people facing higher rents and the number of people who want to buy a home uh, but feel that they have no prospect of doing so. Does that budget advance that in any way when that is put to yeah. government TDs in an election campaign? It doesn't perhaps hugely. And that is a sticking point. That's a difficult one, despite the long term vision and despite the immediate payments. Yeah,
1: and The s- other excellent you forgot to mention is parents who want to get those kids out of the house as well. So.
0: We'll come on to housing in more detail. But th- there was some interesting stuff on the health budget. It's actually gone down numerically. And then there was that tweet that got deleted. But w- wasn't so, there about... Well, there was two things
1: there. One yeah. is because we'd always been saying um, over the course of the year was that the allocation for the Department of Health was £23.5 billion. Um I contacted the department to say, why was it now down to twenty two, and they were using a figure of 21 last year? And it's because disabilities had been taken from their department. And so now they were comparing like with like with disabilities mm-hmm. extracted. And so they said there was an extra 800 million for expenditure. And this showed that the department was trying to take account of the demographics and the increased usage and also the question of inflation. So that's their answer as to how they're dealing with the budget
0: except 800 million looks like and, and I know what, what was it uh, 750 million in the Sinn Féin they alternative if you budget take in, if yeah. you take
1: it all in they say it's a 1.8 billion but sometimes when you're looking at those figures you just get goggle eyed you're not quite sure there isn't the it transparency looks, is there it an to underestimate. work underestimate
0: that's the big question looking at what we know about the health budget and the <laughs> of course it's an underestimate of course it's an underestimate
2: and there'll be a crisis if the government is
0: still there
1: next the, year the HSC, the HSC year. said uh, they were um, ringing the alarm bells from February of this year to say that the budget wasn't sufficient with the amount of things they're being asked to do.
3: And I think that point has been conceded. We saw Robert Watt, the yeah. Secretary-General of the Department of Health, in front of the Oireachtas Health Committee last week or the week before, conceding that the way they do their budgeting, it's just simply not working. And there is a recognition that it's not working. And yet, at the same time, it hasn't changed. He said
0: they needed to do more. And we're supposed to be in the era of multi-annual budgets. And mm. <clears throat> Bernard Gloucester has told the Health Committee... That two-thirds of the increase, that's down to population growth and inflation. So only one-third of it can be put down to, con- you know, things you could control, maybe better. So I'm just looking at and that And referrals of up in the aftermath million. of COVID as well, yeah. up 16% yeah, yeah. to yeah.
2: outpatients, things like that. But, yeah. but also,
1: like, yeah. if you talk to Labour, they're talking about index-linking um, social welfare payments. So you get out of this model of will the well, Minister if index
0: everything, we could skip the whole budget nearly, couldn't we?
1: Well, if you look at Germany, we were talking about Germany last let's week.
0: Let's have a chat about indexation generally.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the German off. <laughs> no, he's yeah. getting
0: too intellectual for us. Okay, let's go back to housing. Because this was the big Sinn Féin accusation about this mm-hmm. budget, Sandra. This is a landlord's budget. Um, what's the debate there?
1: So you have to say that Sandra got an exclusive interview with the Minister <laughs> for Housing just That's, before this podcast started. Why do you started? think I'm
0: putting this question? Well, in. there has
3: been the accusation made. When you look at the, budget, the Department of Finance figures for how much the tax changes cost landlords it is costed that this new measure for landlords that that comes in at 160 million then people looked at what renters get for next year full year cost that's supposed to be 88 million the accusation has been landlords getting pretty much double what renters are getting but the minister just clarified there that um, actually the 88 million is the new addition to the rental tax credit because the previous tax credit the 500 euro per year had been built into the figures that comes to 200 in a full financial year his point being it's 288 versus a 160. So I think he kind of took the sting out of that one. But I think on the bigger picture on housing, the government is vulnerable to the accusation that there's no big new idea here in terms of housing. Mm. They've re-announced the figures from Housing for All. Yes, they're going to exceed their targets. The targets are wrong. So we're back to the same old arguments.
0: We are getting limited return of mortgage interest relief.
3: That's right. Yes, for one year... They say, and I think that's interesting in itself, it's supposed to be just for next year. Well, it was a Sinn Féin
0: idea, wasn't it? it Yes, and they have been absolutely
3: backed into this by Sinn Féin. Will it really just last for a year? Will they have to change the criteria? I suspect it'll have to go on longer. What the government would be banking on is that we're pretty much at the end of the cycle of interest rate hikes. But it's going to be a lot slower to come down but they'll be trying to make the mm-hmm. argument that people don't need the interest relief to continue into the future. The government would be really? so quick to point out yeah. they have
0: not been backed into this mm-hmm. by Sinn Féin and they have been studying this carefully and but they the have suggestion was a very was targeted that measure.
1: The suggestion was and um, what we were hearing in the ether was that it would be sort of directed at people in those really c- extenuating yeah. well, the circumstances. The, teacher, the teacher and said and that at and the people that
2: percent in, interest it rates. was going to be more a social protection measure but yes. whatever yeah. happened along the way became far more It became a tax measure. It became a tax measure and I suppose there is a point in that too that some people really are hit very hard with this, but there, there are this applies to everyone now who has a, an outstanding mortgage balance of anyone anywhere from eighty thousand to, to five hundred thousand. So it's a fairly wide application.
0: I and to, help to buy, that's the other point of difference, a big point of difference, isn't it on housing between the government and Sinn Fein? Yeah, Sinn
2: Fein saying that if they were to get into power, they would let all the people who have helped to buy approved up to now, that will go true, but after that that they would they would get rid of that. They think it's not helping supply. In other words, it jacks up
1: prices, but the government is rolling it over, I think, for three years, th- yeah. until 2025. Until
0: twenty five, and yeah. is it being extended to second-hand homes as well? Was that announced today? That was speculated about I didn't Novasa, hear that.
3: No, that, that hasn't happened, I think. It was the self bills they announced a, a while ago. Um we used a graph from the
0: Parliamentary Budget Office on the week in politics on Sunday. Uh, and um, it was, I it was think... the only
2: one I'd say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keen Canahan had retweeted it. I must give him credit from the Social Democrats. But it was interesting. So it was the question about uh, the difference. And it's a very simple graph. Um, so over the past 10 years, 2012 to 22, I think wages were up about 27%, so about a third. Uh, rents were up 90% and house prices were up 70-something percent. I forget the exact number. So my question to the panellists on Sunday was, what would you do to change that dial? Question, I suppose, after we've heard all the announcements today, does any of it move that dial that much? Given that the housing existing housing targets remain in place, they're not being exceeded. There was no big housing kind of mega-announcement was announcement. You know, Whilst there?
2: No, there there was extras money which, but that had been flagged in the summer economic statement anyway, isn't there, for, for capital projects. And that was the big
1: boost. Uh, you know, yeah. the boost of capital and they also said we're going to spend more than we um, should under the 5% rule. So mm-hmm. they'd already got that sense of momentum there. but
0: So it's yeah. kind of steady as she
1: goes? But it, the, I think the ad- and when it comes to housing they've, you know, really hitched their start to that idea of if they can increase output then the tension um, is released.
0: Except that government themselves, hasn't Leo Varadkar himself spoken about the fact that the targets are too low? Yeah. Yes. So the housing for all targets, they're circa 30 a year. And there's various experts saying we should be up 40, 50, whatever a year. Which takes
1: you back to capacity.
0: So, and that brings you back to those graphs and, you know, the gap between incomes and because of squeezed supply and then the other issue i heard commentators talking about today which is interesting because supply has been increasing in the past couple of years but the supply of houses to buy that hasn't been increasing so given where rents are at versus house prices
3: yeah, and we have been promised new house targets for a long time, but uh, they're not going to come, I believe, until early next year. So the targets will be revised. That's going to be politically difficult for the government to deal with. But as you mentioned yourself, the Taoiseach has already uh, said very bluntly that the targets are way too low.
2: It might be better to wait till after an election campaign before putting in revised targets. wouldn't
3: it? Well, one might think that, targets, they, they, but yeah. they have said they'll do yeah. it early next year because they have been promised for a very so long time.
1: early next year is June.
3: Is it? Yeah, <laughs> in your calendar.
0: <laughs> Who was the happiest minister out of today's budget? Do you think? Well, no one looked
2: unhappy really. Some people looked tired in the doll chamber, but no one looked unhappy. But I suppose Michael McGrath delivering the delivering the, the budget on behalf of Fianna Fáil was seen a, as a significant thing. Patrick
1: O'Gorman. Um, I think that the negotiations the to try and get that twenty-five were apparently absolutely horrendous. And it all sort of culminated in a big biff on Sunday and then the deal was And there was, was gone, a lot of pre-budget
0: so. speculation wasn't there on Sunday that he wasn't getting that 25%. Well, that was the
1: point was that in the two weeks before us that um, his back was against the wall and that he was continuing to push. But there was a sense that he wasn't getting any indications that there was going to be a success and that was going to look bad for the party because that was one of the key things they had. We're in government and we're delivering living for yeah. um, parents with kids. And what do you know, he's got it through. Um, just on the plinth there, he said that um, he accepted that, you know, he did get it through. It was delayed till September, and that's just the reality of a coalition negotiation. And he came away with the best deal he he could, even though opposition were saying so. Effectively, you know, it says twenty five percent reduction, but for twenty twenty four might only be eight to ten percent really. Yeah, given
0: what was being being written on Sunday it does look like a bit of a political he, he
3: He, he definitely seemed to push until the very end there was that meeting between him and Pascal Dunhu on Sunday it still wasn't resolved on Sunday and that's very late to resolve the spending allocation for the department it pushed into Monday he got the 25% some might say it's a little bit of a wheeze though because it's not coming in until September
0: particularly when it's to do with and it was interesting wasn't it in the run up to this budget day um Suddenly, in the last 10 days, there was a lot of talk about the generational divide, normally in the run up to the budget, particularly since the grey vote revolt against all those austerity budgets. The concern has been the pensioners. This time, suddenly we were seeing stories about government being very concerned about young voters Mm -hmm. and young people and young families. So in terms of that young vote and young family, particularly, I think the Greens, I suppose, Mm -hmm. would they point to the transport
3: they would, yes. Yeah. So they've extended the number, the, the age of young people who can uh, um, get this reduced leap card. And then the other big idea that they are selling to young people is that these two funds, one of them, a future fund to provide for pensions and costs into the future. The other thing the Greens are very happy about, the Climate and Nature Restoration and Infrastructure Fund. Um, and that is something yeah. they feel would play well with young people as well. And we've definitely heard that in the messaging from both the Taoiseach and the Taunasht and others over the last couple of days, that there will be stuff in the budget for people in their 20s and 30s. Clearly the government worried about all these young voters who have le- seemed to have deserted the main government parties in, in their droves in and gone to Sinn fein I
1: mean, We'll see if that um, fund works in relation to infrastructure, but I think it's right to say, and this was something that Damon Ryan was saying in his post-budget um, departmental message, was that he's no longer at the mercy of, well, we have to give something to social protection, you know, due to the financial circumstances, because it's hypothecated. This is Fund, it's there, which should mean that um, you will be building because one of the lessons from the crash was that we stopped building, and that's led to part of the crisis which we're and in right now. He was making the
0: point, of course, that that's the virtue of the carbon tax, which won't be reduced, which won't be postponed. It's going ahead, it's yes, there it by law. And he work. was saying, yes. like the USC, which yeah. was brought in as a temporary measure, but it's bringing in 5 billion a year. So when you get these kind of guaranteed taxes that are bringing in safe income, particularly at a time when you've got your corporation taxes falling short this year. And, yeah. you know, more challenge, you know, we've probably hit the high point of giveaways, have we? Well,
2: the high point of corporate taxes anyway, it seems more modest returns are, are on the cards, aren't they, from here on in? So, yeah. But I still think when it comes to a pre-budget, a pre-election budget, that there will have to be something, uh, to use Richard By Barrett's word, even more dazzling in it. I think that, that probably will be necessary.
1: So does that mean we have, we'll be here this time next year?
2: I
3: think so The figures though seem to have How changed How close will we be to an election close, at that I stage think
2: close, I think How think close Weeks
3: Call it me. Oh no, no, it's yeah. no,
1: no is, that a, is that a U-turn you're executing from Could our be. last podcast Could be yes oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: We've got the recordings <sighs> Yeah that's Okay five that's real. on yeah. the record Mihal yeah. Lahan mm. has
0: predicted this time next year So like what were the sums today and what will the sums be next year now that you're going on the record Mihal, What will the sums be for, yeah. for giveaways Yeah like because this was the second biggest wasn't it ever giveaway Well, yeah, but
2: the cost cost of living package was down, wasn't it? 2.7 compared to over 4 last time. So increase in core spending this time of 5.2 billion.
0: And inflation will be down next year. So how do you finesse those kind of numbers and come up with something that looks like a spectacular? Yeah. I mean, they this is free advice he'd be giving. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you do think next year if the money is still flowing to the same degree and you see the fairly consistent analysis of those outside of Leinster House when it comes to the core rates of welfare, that they probably will have to go above the, the level they're at at the yeah. moment. That The, the 12 mm. euro, which does seem, in the, compared to other budgets a few years back, does seem big. It doesn't seem to be going anywhere far enough now, though. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and... It, I mean, in many ways, it's easy to have a cosy consensus and, you know, there there wasn't any great, you know, mega protest here at Leinster House today. But on the other hand, the world is very uncertain. Interest rates are going to remain as high as they are. People are paying thousands more a year than they were in cost of living expenses, whether it's mortgages, childcare or whatever. OK, childcare is coming down at last. Uh, but equally nothing and school books as well. Mm-hmm. That's also, So there was a lot of focus on yeah, those kind of school books is a supports. big winner even if it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for the
3: first three years of second level. That's something that parents welcome and backbenchers have said that it really uh, had an impact in their constituencies. It's a very simple, co- it's actually not a very expensive measure in the overall scheme of things and they, they certainly feel it was worth doing.
2: Yeah, except if your child was going to fourth year and your mortgage just went below yeah 60, then, <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> Then you're in that graph of somebody who just missed out. Yeah.
0: But it's still the one for everyone in the audience. It's still the talking points for the minister. And it's still that everyone can, you know, argue backwards and forwards about schemes. It's not the free travel. It's not the
2: decentralisation,
0: decentralisation and the doubling of the child benefit, which I will never forget me. Yeah. I, will never <laughs> forget I,
1: that I do think that um, the counter argument to that is that the single most important thing out of this budget is childcare. And yes, there is yeah. a 25 percent cost. Only coming in September, but that's two. And also, ChildMinders coming the
0: into the national childcare yes. scheme yeah. as well. It's part but that's of, a leaf shift,
1: To yeah. use that horrendous phrase, a suite of measures in relation to children. And I think that is substantial. And I think people mm-hmm. will know. Why do you
2: use it then if it's horrendous? Like? That doesn't cover its horrendousness. Because I'm it. sort of using. Diplomatic language.
1: It does
0: make the, it does kind of bolster your argument, though, for Roderick O'Gorman being the biggest winner out of today so far. And, and again, a yeah. lot of detail emerges in the next 12, 24 hours. So, you know, but so yeah. far he looks like the biggest winner. Does That wasn't expected.
1: Well, I think he's got a, yeah, and I think he's got a story to tell. And then, like, it's not been a bad few months the old Electoral Commission gave his constituency an extra seat. So, um, you know, he feels he's got a story to tell. Come election time, I think he'd be breathing a hell of a lot easier.
0: Do you know who else was smiling today? Another minister who's very happy. Thomas Byrne. And why wouldn't Always he be? He's got the Euros, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, there was a photo call today, I think, with a few government ministers uh, hailing that. Yeah, that's good news for them, certainly. There's definitely some financial question marks over some of it, but I think it's, certain, it's seen as a boon. So as budgets
0: go, what kind of star rating would you give it?
1: Well, as regards to performance in the chamber, awful. Four out of ten. We were hoping that there would be some sort of language or snappy language um, being use. There wasn't even used. Much there was no, Fireworks. Was there? I mean, sometimes you used to have applause through these speeches, ripples of applause as various different measures were introduced. In the good old days, when the budgets were announced, I think it was at quarter to four. Started Did they cheered decentralisation.
0: I'm not sure anyone knew what to do with so that. At the time. <laughs> yeah.
1: No one knew about it except Mister McGreevy. But um, so I think in performance terms, it was pretty dull.
3: Yeah, it was underwhelming and the atmosphere in Leinster House is, is much flatter than it usually would be on budget day. Obviously, it's quiet outside, no protests because they've got that ring of steel around, mm-hmm. but definitely underwhelming. There was a lot of government TDs stood, most of them for Michael McGrath at the end of his speech. They didn't stand for Pascal Dunhu. Obviously, the feeling is he's done it before, so it's not as exciting. Yeah, yeah, they, they didn't. They but they didn't stand. Yeah, right. exactly. So Actually, a bit there, of a contrast was one there interesting little line from mm-hmm.
0: Pascal Dunhu, and there is, because it's been about who were the losers in today's mm-hmm. budget, I don't I don't know. I'm, Smokers. I mean,
3: 75 cent. Well, they're kind 16, of losers all the time, really, aren't 20. they? Yeah. I
0: hate to tell you on that one. <laughs> um, but like, so it's, you know, it's a bit of a one for everyone in the, in the audience. And, uh, but on the other hand, you remember the days of the big austerity budgets mm-hmm. when everyone is glued to the radio. You know, you remember the tax on children's shoes. You remember what yeah. Brian Lennon, we were all listening yeah. to, find cutting out, you know, the carers, how the blind pension, yeah. things like that. Joan like the Burton, widow's pension. single yeah. mother, all of that. Um So those are it's really the austerity budgets more than the giveaway budgets we remember. The problem with the giveaway is
3: it was so good last year that people are a little underwhelmed this year. I think with the extra payments because they're not as big. The government has to make this argument, and we heard it many times today from senior ministers that uh, inflation is still with us, but the rate of inflation is slowing down, so prices are still going up but not as quickly. So they're trying to make the argument that people don't need as much help and the problem of course in the bigger picture is that when the governments come in and give people this extra help it completely goes against what the Central, European Central Bank is trying to do by making it tighter yeah. and more difficult for people to I spend f- and to bring down inflation I
1: mean I know inflation they're projecting is 2.7% but there isn't any indication that um, the ECB is going to be dropping its rates any time before September of next year and I think that roll-on of another 12 months of this and if you're looking at
0: And good luck with energy prices given well, what's happening in the We saw Middle OPEC East. has
1: raised the price and now due to that horrendi- horrendous events in Israel, one of the sidebars is that Iranian oil mm-hmm. could be um, embargoed or sanctioned, and that's only going to do one thing: it's going to You're drive going up to prices soon. Are you and going? Yes, on Thursday um, looks likely. Um, it's actually difficult to get flights at the moment because they're canceling them.
0: I hope. We'll, well, actually, do you know what? When you come back, we'll do a special podcast just talking about yeah. that. That would be, yeah, because it's. Or if it's, I'm
1: still there, we can do it from. Yeah, that from would be cool
0: room. because it's it's too big a story. Um, yes. To try and squeeze into everything else, and I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, we, we'll talk about everything else on Thursday. Coming back to the budget, um, the dogs that didn't bark in the night. Scoliosis budget, defence budget.
2: Yeah, nothing major. Real criticism of Michal Martin on defence from many quarters now that the 55 million extra, isn't it, that that just keeps things treading water, really. And this is kind of a surprise, I suppose, because Michal Martin had battled to keep that attached to foreign affairs. Simon Coveney was interested in holding on to defence, but... There's a lot of reports, there's a lot of plans, but there doesn't seem any radical moves, even on the money side.
1: What I'm hearing is that um, the Department of Defence is going to give its post-budget analysis tomorrow. So one of the issues was, um, say, the Naval Service. We all remember the incredible work that the Naval Service has involved in relation to stopping that drug shipment most recently, but when it came to certain allowances to have them on the water, um, they were in some sort of process. Now, there was a flag in relation to... And also,
0: like, you know short a helicopter that night and the helicopter that was there borrowed only one naval vessel all of that sorry
1: ships are tied up but um, so one of the questions was the allowance was on to the department trying to find out because Labour on page forty eight, forty nine of its budgetary manifesto, did you see that? Forty nine. Um, yeah. oh, yes. Well <laughs> so that they impressive. had said they were going to give a three million allocation in relation to ensuring that that naval allowance was increased and also and um, the Army Ranger Wing, the people who were coming down the yeah. ropes onto those vessels, they've got an outstanding pay claim. But according to the department, they're saying that is actually in a in a parallel process, so it wasn't going to be part of the budgetary issue. But we'll get the chance to find out more about those issues tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and actually. Carl Berry was saying, when I asked him about the budget and the Defence Forces on TWIP a few weeks ago, he was saying actually wait till later in the month and the report from the Commission and the commitment to that, yes. to implementing that. So it may be something that's beyond what we learn in the next Exactly, that isn't days, tied yeah. into today. But wh- what about justice, Sandra? Because this has been another big topic over the past few weeks, clearly. Yeah. So the allocations there, will Gardhi, for instance, be happy?
3: There certainly seems to have been some new measures. We got the same kind of thing where there's more funding for Gardi, but the problem is in the recruitment. So we hear about extra Garda numbers. But A thousand more next year and more Garda over time If they can this get year. them, yeah. exactly. And then, but they did mm-hmm. increase the trainee allowance for uh, new recruits. They get this allowance for 33 weeks. That's gone up by two thirds. So I think uh, there will be some people would be pleased with that. Barristers, I'm not so sure. Remember, they withdrew their services last week. They're getting 9 million. It's 10%. But they say they haven't had a pay increase since 2002. They're, they're, or rather, mm-hmm. that they are at 2002 levels. So I think a bit of a mixed bag there. I
2: suppose. Going to be more guards coming into the Garda Reserve as well?
3: Yes, that's worth mentioning.
0: That that's right, that's yes. so like there was my two last only this evening
2: welcoming oh, yes. the Garda Reserve. His reserve. His reserve. And a new Garda dog unit. Centre of Excellence, it's going to and be all over the country now.
1: And the Guard the Commissioner was <laughs> down here. Dog, Maybe that's you know. what did it. <laughs> uh-huh. Drew Harris was um, down here. We saw one interesting moment was a with Oh, he was here earlier this she. morning. He was wasn't he the checking things. Security out. Tour yeah. and yeah. There's a little cafe just it was across here the road. o'clock. Apparently, oh, really? Yeah, out. the
2: guards had their boss on site. Anyway, the two there was, o'clock.
1: there's a little cafe and it's um, called the Petty Cafe. Fantastic thing on Kildare Street, just opposite Doherty. And I was in buying a coffee and just the As I was leaving, Drew Harris walks in, advertising, and he had two lads with him. quite Shirts, so like very senior, and um, unfortunately there was five guards who were also buying cups buying cups of coffee. And you never saw five <laughs> guards run in. out of a cafe faster <laughs> than they did when Drew Harris arrived. In.
0: Well, as I said, the barricades are coming down. We've given you a little story about Gardee buying coffee and that's where we're going to draw our budget analysis to a close. We'll be back with the regular programme on Thursday and as I said, Paul will be talking to us from Israel uh, while he's there on that trip because that's such an important story. We haven't touched on it today um, but it's It's one obviously everyone is thinking about, everybody is covering uh, all over the world and we'll be talking about it with you again soon.
3: Until Thursday, goodbye. (laughs)